Tuesday night, it's 8pm, we are live on the Rangers AF podcast, thank you very much for joining us on this fabulous Tuesday night where we're celebrating winning some trophies, I say trophies with an S but technically it's just one, but we'll enjoy it anyway, uh, joining me tonight I've got none other than the glorious podfather that is Jeep, good evening Jeep, how are we doing? Alright mate, Aye, I'm okay, I'm, I'm better than what I was on Friday when you were on. You've got a smile, mate. You've got a lovely wee smile, and it's nice to no, we see. Did. Do you know what? We've we've won a trophy, mate. Do you know what I mean? And and it's for, for a club like us, it's been too long, so it was it was celebrated. Love it. Um, and joining us live from his his brand new studio, got some pocket money at the weekend. It is hydrated, wasp. How are you doing, wasp? I'm no bad, boys. No too bad. Buzzing after that uh, victory at the weekend. So drink your water, stay in school, kids. <laughs> I love it. And uh, making his making his pod debut, we've got a very special guest tonight who is uh, Alex Griffin. Um, yes. He's a YouTuber, uh, Ipswich Town fan, recently converted to Rangers fan, uh, went to Seville um, and stuff like that. And we'll hear about his experience shortly. But Jiba, I, I, I believe you've got some questions for him. And obviously, please get involved in the chat as well um, if you want to ask Alex a question. Yes, I do. Where are they? I didn't know you were going to come to straight away, right? I've got them here, right? <laughs> so basically, basically, the first question, if you Alex, is um, just tell people who you are and what exactly it is that you do, mate. Uh, okay, so yeah, obviously, you know my name. It's on the screen, Alex Griffin. Um, and as Snag said, I'm an Ipswich Town fan. I've been a season ticket at Ipswich for my whole life. I think 20 years, well, 18 years now. Um, but only recently this season, I well, last season now, I started going to Rangers games. And the first game I went to was um, Dortmund. Um, but we'll get on to that shortly. Uh, I've got 34,500 subscribers on YouTube. Um, and I also do TikTok as well, where I've got nearly 50,000 followers on there. So it's going well. Um, yeah. Basically just go, yeah. Basically just go around to different football games. Take my camera with me, interview fans and... Make experiences I can look back on. It's the dream, eh? It is the dream, it. mate. It is. No, it's the dream. Knackering, though. It's tiring. I don't think I people bet. see what work goes into it. I remember I, I caught your video at the this at the semi final at Hamden against Celtic, and right mm. after the game, you'd say that you were just driving straight down the road, don't you? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, that's a that's a good. Work. You're talking about seven hour drive or something, right after the yeah. game, eh? It's a long day. Yeah, that was that was a mental day. That. Because um, obviously that week Rangers had two games, didn't they? They had the Europa League game, and then the Sunday was the Celtic game. And I, I was luckily enough, well, I was lucky enough to do both of them. Um, but yeah, after the uh, Hampton game, I was batters, absolutely shattered, and had to drive like eight hours home. So yeah, it's worth it though. Yeah, it's some good going, mate. Uh, if you go, if you guys got any anybody in the chat, just uh, fire your questions in for Alex. Um, if you've seen his videos. I don't like that. Just ask him whatever you want. Is you guys get any questions? I've got a couple sitting here unless she's wanting to. I uh, so so uh, Alex, tell me tell me what it what it is that that that, that kind of attracted you to uh, Rangers and obviously uh, getting involved with the with the Rangers support. Um, I'd always wanted to go to Ibrox. Um, my mate Max, he runs a channel called Villa on Tour. He went to um he went to a Rangers game three years two three years ago. It was before lockdown. He went to a uh, Rangers Braga, and I think you beat them two one. It was like you scored. I think you you put you boys probably know what game I'm talking about. No, three two. Was it three? I was there. Okay, it was three. Yeah, I was it was there, three yeah. two. Um, but I watched his. I watched. I watched his video, and it was crazy. I'll always remember watching it, and I ever since I watched that video, I was like, oh, I've got to experience that. So as soon as I saw Rangers play, well, had Dortmund in the Europa League, I thought that'd be a good fixture to go to. Um, went to it and. Caught the bug, <laughs> carried on going. Nice. That's what um, that's what it is, eh? But uh, do you know that 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 was actually one of the questions I was going to ask. So, what, mm. what your first game was? So it was the Dortmund game. It was the Dortmund game. Yeah, I think it was in, I think it was February. You know, twenty yeah. was it the twenty fourth of February? Yeah. So, I mean, it's three months ago now. Um, but that was insane. Like I sat club deck, didn't know what to expect at all. Um, the atmosphere around the whole of the stadium was unbelievable. Like, never, we never witnessed anything like it. Um, and obviously, you drew two all. I think you, 
Obviously, you qualified, but I don't know what the score on aggregate was. I can't remember. Was it 6-3? Six, 6-4. Three? Six, or 6-4? Battle them, mate. Yeah. We, should yeah. have beat, we should have beat them on the night. Uh, we should have. Do it. We should have. Yeah. You know, the, um, the goal that was yeah. dropped off was a bit harsh. Mm, yeah. You know, um, you know what's yeah. a, a mental start? Yeah, Tav got Mesty's goals against Dortmund for that top goal scorer award. Eh? I know. Mm. Haunts them. Haunts them for forever. Um, Alex, you mentioned you, you were in the club deck, uh, but the question on everybody's lips is did you take the stairs or the lift? Took <laughs> the stairs, mate. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's no, some going I as well, didn't realize there was a lift. Um, oh, yeah, it's a secret no. lift, it's a secret lift, mate. It's a, oh, a secret handshake. No, my legs, no, it is a leg workout going up all them stairs, to be fair. <laughs> that's what he's fired on a question for you, Alex. What made you, what made you pick Rangers? Um, I don't know, really. I, I know, like, you know, the history of the club and. I heard about the fan base and how you had really good fans. So I wanted to experience it, like I said. Um, and that Dortmund game was the first one I'd went to and it did live up to its expectations. So I carried on going. And I tell you what, I've not actually seen Rangers lose a game yet. Um, obviously, I went in the stadium in Seville. So I don't know. I, I've not seen them lose okay. yet. So. See, see, in see, in terms of, of of your kind of you know your Ipswich and Rangers coverage, like has has been involved with Rangers, like giving you kind of a new set of goals to aspire to, like for example, I don't know, travel to every ground in you know Great Britain or something like that, or you know, see more European clubs. You know, what's your what's your kind of vision for uh, mm. the future of your channel? Um, so obviously, I my channel used to be just Ipswich, like I'd be just purely Ipswich uh, content. Um, but it was only last year that I sort of thought, let's try and branch out the audience. Let's go to different games. The first neutral vlog I did was West Brom versus Nottingham Forest. That's a, that was in the championship. And then ever yeah, since then, that game. it was nil-nil. It was a nil-nil no, game. <laughs> um, so surprised yeah. for that match, to be fair. Mm. But yeah, now ever since then, I, I just thought, let's see how it goes. And I kept going and... <sighs> I mean, this time last year, I think I was on about 13,000 subscribers. So I think it does go to show that if you do branch your channel, then it's, it, is, it does work. Like I'm now I'm nearly on 35,000, which is pretty good. Um, and yeah, no, range, Rangers is what's really done it for me. Um, I know I keep talking about how many subscribers I'm on, but I was on 25,000 before I started going to Rangers games. So a lot of my followers are now Rangers. So I'm going to keep going to Rangers games next season, hopefully. I know how hard it is to get tickets, though. And um, yeah. I, I, I I do get a bit of stick here and there about getting tickets. But, you know, I've seen yeah. it. I have seen it on Twitter, and I don't know, but I have, I've, I've defended you on, on a few occasions because it's not like you're just... I mean, there, there's some people that that date that I don't um, that I don't like, right? I'm not going to come out and say names or anything like that, right? Which name them, name but, them. But um, the thing, the thing that I've actually noticed about you and watching your videos is, like you said it yourself, you have actually caught the bug. Do you know what I mean? You've kind of mm. like it's Rangers as a club are actually grown on you. Would you would mm. you would probably call yourself a Rangers fan now? Oh, if, um, yeah, no, I, I can see it. where I can see where you're coming from. Rangers I, are I pretty, Rangers are your Scottish team. Put it that way. They are no, they are hundred percent, hundred percent. Just the fans as well. They're so welcoming. Like. Everyone's so friendly as well. Like yeah, it, it it was crazy when I went to when I went to Hampton Park, the amount of Rangers fans that came up to me and was like just giving me positive feedback and stuff. It was just unreal. Uh, it's a it's a it's one big happy family, basically, is what it is. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And it's and it and it's uh, lovely. It's lovely that you're a part of it, Alex. And uh, obviously, oh, we uh, appreciate you. we appreciate your time, uh, obviously, on the on the podcast as well. But on that note, shall we shall we fire into the to the game at the weekend then? Happy reckon. Yeah, should we do that? All right. So yeah. Hearts Hearts versus Rangers Scottish Cup final, twenty first of May, where Rangers uh, came out victors two 0 in extra time. It was the sixty fifth game of the season for Rangers. That is insane numbers, and obviously our thirty fourth Scottish Cup win. And it was a thirteen year wait. I don't know why I put sixteen years of pain in the podcast title. Maybe I was thinking about two thousand eight at the same time, but it, it kind of made sense at the time. I promise. Uh, I think in terms of the game itself, obviously. Um, 
Ryan Jack scored the 93rd minute. Scott Wright scored the 97th minute. It was it was it was tough to get motivated for it. Um, and as um, Leon Balligan said, he felt a bit numb going into the fixture because obviously what happened in Seville and obviously saying goodbye to Jimmy Bell on the Friday as well uh, properly. And uh, I think I, I was the same. I almost felt like going backwards, do you know what I mean, from the Europa League final to kind of into something else, which didn't really mean as much other than it was, you know, to get a, a bit of success to kind of close out the season on on a on a bit of a high. Um, the team that went into face arts was McGregor, Tavernier, Golson, Bassey, Balligan, Lundstrom, Davis, uh, Arfield, Kent, Diallo, who was probably the surprise in terms of the in terms of the lineup, and uh, Joe Aribo. Um, Jibo, come to you first, mate. What was what was your what was your thoughts on the game? Um. I, th- I mean, obviously, after after Wednesday, I think it was it was going to be difficult for us to pick up mentally, uh, even as well as physically. 120 minutes and that and that heat is going to take it out of anyone. But uh, I thought I thought more than the the mental aspect of it. I thought they need to just because I think even as fans, I mean, I woke up in the morning and like it wasn't until about five minutes before kickoff when I seen the stadium and that I was like, right, come on, like I kind of started to to get up for it, but in the morning I was just like, I was still, I felt so deflated for the for the Wednesday. So the fact that the the players had to actually go out and perform, I think it was just a case of it doesn't matter how you do it, just get the result, get the trophy, and try and end end the season on a high. It would have been a disaster if we didn't win on Saturday. Exactly. Yeah, agreed. And I, and I th- and I think as well you could see kind of kind of early on, particularly from Tav and I would say Lundstrom as well. There was, there was definitely uh, kind of uh, sprinklings of heavy legs, you know, shall we say, um, given given obviously the amount of games that they played. And I think you know um, the players definitely struggled to get to get a hold of the game and kind of dictate the tempo. And obviously Hearts went uh, closest, I think, in terms of you know chances in normal time with that. Um, uh, Ellis Sims, who obviously had his shot just wide of the poster, that was a that was a heart and mouth moment. Um, I'm not going to lie; I was like, you oh, know, no, please, no again. Um, and then obviously, when it when it actually went to to extra time, I kind of I kind of lost interest a wee bit because you're just kind of thinking, oh, here we go again. Do you know what I mean? It's got extra extra time penalties. Here we go again uh, for you know the fifth time I think in as many games. Um, but but it was how did how did you feel going into the game and 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 what do you think changed it? Like like Jeeb said, um, like five minutes, I, I was down the beach with the wind, and I was just like, "Oh no, three o'clock's coming." You know, it's I was I was really nervous, eh? Because I just thought it could either go one or two ways, and I was talking to Jeeb on on my journey home via Italy, um, how this could be the season of disappointment, you know, and uh, had all had all the makings of it. Hearts, for me, I thought Hearts came out really strong. In the first 20 minutes and then after that they kind of faded but you know when it got to extra time you're just like just any anything will do and then thankfully uh, ryan jack just decided oh i'll ping one and uh craig gordon thought it was handball somewhere that i'm still wondering mm-hmm. so uh, when it was all his players players in the line of the shot as well so penalty rangers he just wanted Ryan Jack punished for simply <laughs> believing. And to be fair, the mood Willie Collin was in, he probably could have carded them for it, to be fair. You know? <laughs> oh, Danny, it was Danny, one of the yeah. games where uh, Willie Collin basically decided that he wanted the game to be about him. <laughs> this game must be about me. And that's kind of, you know, he's kind of got form for doing that. But, you know, if, if we talk about that Ryan Jack ping, I mean, that that was incredible. I was coming back in for the garden and I just heard on the telly, and here's Ryan Jack. And as I walked in, he'd, he'd smashed it. I was like... Nah, that was a dream. Surely that was a dream watching that. It's just the way that it falls for him and, and you know the way that he moves his body and the way that he strikes the ball. It's an absolute peach of a strike and there's no way, obviously, Craig Gordon's getting anything uh, to that, which is probably why he's trying to blame somebody for something because, you know, he is a, he is a top-class keeper. And it's you, no, know, you, know, you know what's uh, good about, um, like, Ryan Jack scoring that goal, um, Snags, is yeah. any time he does shoot, he's done it he always scores spectacular goals eh? so I think Aye. he should believe in himself a wee bit more and the way he turned it down on the side foot it was kind of like FIFA Street-esque eh? how he just pinged it in oh, it was like five a side goal eh? just out of the top of Gordon eh? Gordon's like oh handball <laughs> when, 
you know, obviously when when we're when we're struggling for a for a recognised striker as well, you know, it's always nice to get goals from elsewhere. But you know, for for for, for me, I think that's kind of you know it, it kind of cements why why we've been so successful in Europe because we've got goals that can come from anywhere, and they're not just any old shitey tapping goals. These are quality, absolute quality strikes. And even and even Scott Wright's goal, it was it was oh. a lovely move, you know, and lovely change of pace and a. And a perfect finish because he's hit it. He's hit it, you know, along the ground, but he's hit it with power and it's drifting into the corner. And even if Craig Gordon's at full stretch, which he is, he's got no chance of getting it. And it was just a lovely kind of culmination um, of, of of play to kind of win us, win us that cup. But Alex, mate, how relieved were you at, at, at full time? Oh, mate, I was um, I was actually at the um, Sunderland Wickham game at the playoff final. And obviously I couldn't watch it because I was in London. Um, but I was keeping <laughs> because your eyes were bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> I did check the score, and I, I thought it was a, it was a relief. Yeah, no, I think I think Rangers did need need it after what happened on Wednesday. Um, I feel like they'd redeem themselves in some kind of way. Um, yeah. yeah, no, they, it was it was it was unbelievable. It was they definitely needed, they definitely needed to win that. Yeah, agreed. And uh, shout out to Jodie as well, who's in the chat there, babysitting her niece, otherwise she'd be on. We miss you too, lovely. And I can see um, uh, Bobby Namanze is in the chat as well. Good evening, fella. Good to see you in the chat. Dropping some rockets for the Ryan Jack strike there, or maybe it's the Scott Wright run, who knows? But uh, both both equally superb. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you something else um, that kind of caught my eye during that game was uh, obviously John Suter, who uh, comes to Rangers on a free transfer at the end of the season. Oh my God. If we're, good, about, if we're worried about Connor Goldson leaving, we needn't be anymore. And I tell you for why, because he's got this real innate ability to, to drop off, sweep up, but also really good ability to play through the lines and step into midfield, uh, which he did in the first half. Um, and, and for me, I think he would kind of complement uh, Bassi's kind of ag- aggressiveness and recovery and probably be, um, I don't know what I say, better than, than Connor Goldson. But I think in terms of, you know, what we're looking at in terms of a like-for-like replacement, there shouldn't be any concerns um, from that standpoint. What's, uh, what's your guys' thoughts on that? I, I thought he was absolutely brilliant. Um, if he can stay fit, I think he'll be a really, really good addition. Um, I've actually got a mate who's a jambo and I was speaking to him about it and, I said, I kind of compared him to Goldson. I said, do you think he's, uh, do you think he's as good as Goldson? And he said, on his day, I honestly think he's better. Um, that was what he said. So I've, I've not seen as much of him. Um, but I I thought on Saturday he was absolutely solid. He kind of he dived into one challenge. It was one that Bassey kind of turned on a run. And it was when Bassey got the shot away into the, the keeper's bottom left with his right foot. Um, I think that was the only mistake he made, but to be honest, Bassi's been on ridiculous form as well. Do you know what I mean? And he's a he's like a forty million pound star now, so getting skinned by him, it's just like it happens to everybody. So, but other uh, than that, I thought I thought it was it was uh, by far Hearts' uh, strongest player. And quite honestly, man, it was starting to really piss me off. I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> I'm like, mate, mate, you've already signed Stop for us. It. What you doing? He done me boss away so much. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean, and uh, you know you quite rightly pointed out Calvin Bassett there. I mean to stop that ball going out for a throw in when he was just Cruyff turns like pirouettes the works. He was oh mate, it was incredible. Just I was just like jaw drop. I was like, what are you doing? Like what are you doing? Um, absolutely superb, and hopefully you know we can keep a hold of him. But it's looking extremely extremely unlikely given the attention that he's had and uh, the bids that are likely to to kind of come in. Um, off the sure. back of you know off the back of the season and whatever happens you know it goes with it goes with our absolute best wishes I mean what a a wonderful human being and an exceptional football player and he's gonna he's gonna light the fire up whatever he you know whatever he ends up um, even thought, in that, uh, sorry Snugs even sorry. in that Europa League final he was he was terrific eh? he was just bullying and there was one point I don't know if you, uh, you guys probably saw it but he actually made a mistake and, and fell and <laughs> there was this guy behind me in Seville and he was like no like this no like this because everybody loves Bassey and I was just like no no Bassey anybody <laughs> but Bassey no Bassey and he actually just comes back yeah, recovered just, he was like, no, they day, mate. No, they day. Obviously. <laughs> but uh, aye, you would expect that for a Borna or something, eh? but no Bassi. Eh? No Bassi. Uh, no like this. Aye. No, oh, like mate, on it, I can still hear the guy's voice, GV, and the wee guy was greeting next to me, and I was just like, nah, no like this. It was quite, was that known? I think that was an extra time that happened as well. So it I was, think it was, 
Ah, yeah, I think I thought it was. He's a machine, and especially in the like, what was it? Three days. He's went the full full extra time penalties, and then he's went extra time. And there was a part I think you know it was the second half of extra time in the Scottish Cup final there, and he's just like he's came back, he's cleared the ball out, he's taking a throw, and he's just doing his knees, and he's just loving it. He's Aye. like, I, he's just loving, it. and I was just like, I love, I kind of love you anymore. Like, hey, he's he's excellent, eh? I, I seen that clip earlier on when he, he hit it off the boy and it went it went straight out and he's just kind of he's just kind of leaning there. There's only about three or four minutes of the game left. Uh, uh, but no, nah, he's brilliant. He's just a machine. Yeah, he's a machine. Um, I'm just going. I'm just going to say one wee point on um. You were oh. mentioning Scott Wright's goal as well. So, do you mm-hmm. know what what impressed me? I thought Kent actually made it um a lot harder for him. I thought the I thought the, the layoff wasn't wasn't great. I, I felt it was a three v two. And in a three v two, I think see the pass. You need to, you need to almost beat the defender with the pass to to get the benefit of it being a three a three v two. And um, and I th- I thought he I thought he let go of the ball far too early. But uh, credit to Scott Wright, he did a cracking touch and the finish was just magic. And do you know what? I was so happy for him as well because I think there's so many fans. I mean, me included. Like he's we're just unsure. We don't know if he's really good enough to be a to be like a squad player or that. Because I, I think most people would agree he's, he's probably know who you would want to start, but he, he can be quite a good impact player. And I think I think there's still some fans that are that are needing uh, that he's needing to win over. But if he comes if he comes on and does things like that and cup finals and big games, you know what I mean? Then I've got I've I got to, gone the right way about it. I've got to disagree with the past year because see when watching the game live, I thought. I thought at the time I was like he's 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 messed that pass and then we score for it. But see, see watching it and like I, I watched it today just to brush up on it. I actually think the pass actually makes it better for him because he takes it that further right that he just hits it and the pass actually he gets messed momentum. It's just I think it just all lined up perfectly. But what was most impressive with me, like the, the goal was impressive. The fact that he like sprints for the edge of our box where you know Tav should be playing and he makes up that ground is brilliant, eh? It is. And do you think um Kent's pass actually makes makes the angle for him? Is that what you're saying? Agreed, mate. I <laughs> agreed. I think but- at first glance I thought, you know, you know, he did sell him short, but Watching it again and watching it at different angles, I think it actually helps him get maybe that. Maybe I'm angle. being harsh. Maybe, maybe I'm being harsh. Eh, like, honestly, like, no, I've watched that uh, 40 times. See, <laughs> 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 so whenever something good happens, I just sit and watch it all night. I just probably watch it here and there and there again. Stick it on loop. Um, but no, I, just uh, one one final thought in the game from for me, which is uh, obviously John McLaughlin uh, giving up his. He's shut for Alan McGregor to come on for a couple of minutes to lift them um, the Scottish Cup. I thought that was a that was a lovely move, and and obviously these these kind of moments uh, semi kind of spell the end of uh, players' careers sometimes. And uh, I think that might be that might be the case with Alan McGregor. I think he might be finishing up, um, and obviously uh, rightly so, becoming a Hall of Fame inductee. Uh, what was your what was your thoughts on that? Anybody? Uh, I thought. Um, when I seen him getting ready to come on, I thought, right, that's him definitely finished because uh, I was unsure. I thought I thought he would be finished anyway, but obviously nobody had came out and said he was retiring or leaving or anything. So it's always obviously still up in the air. They, I mean, if he came out and signed a one-year extension tomorrow, I don't think anybody would be like gasping, shocked. Do you know? I think it would be like mm, I wouldn't necessarily do do that, but. Right, okay, he thinks he can go for another year. The fact that they brought him on with a few minutes to go, I think that that is a uh, goodbye. And I was really happy they'd done it because it would have just been horrible if his last moment in a Rangers jersey was losing a penalty shootout in a European Cup final. So the fact that he was able to come on and, and his last appearance in a Rangers jersey, he's at least winning a trophy. Um Aye. I think I think it's a bit better. It's fitting, and I tell you what, <laughs> Good work, good work, mate. Um, shout out as well to I, I think it's my brother, brother number two there in the in the chat <laughs> talking about uh, deodorant, deodorant habits. Uh, not too sure what's going on there. Um, 
Selling so, what Parky does it. No, I don't think he's talking about us because uh, we all smell uh, delicious, obviously. Um, so, so moving on, uh, moving on for uh, for that game, then just just to kind of wrap it up, I think in terms of what Van Bronckhorst has achieved and his and his short spell at, at Rangers and the massive the massive amount of fixtures he's had to contend with, I think we can be happy. I think. Um, in terms of that achievement, and uh, be proud of of uh, the team, and uh, you know what they've what they've achieved this season. It's been an absolute roller coaster of emotions uh, for sure, and uh, results. And hopefully, we can we can kick on and uh, bring bring the championship back home next season. Um, but how would um, how would you like to to see the squad added to or removed from in the summer, Jeep? Um. It definitely needs freshened up. I think I think uh, this season's shown us that regardless of how good you are in a campaign, you need you need a bit of freshness. And I felt that we didn't get it at all until Lundstrom came onto a game in February. Do you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, Lundstrom really didn't have much an impact the first six months of the season at all. Um, but I think I, I think every team needs needs fresh players. They just need a like a wee a wee a wee injection. Do you know what I mean? A, a freshness and um. And I think for me, I, I do think the fact that we know that some players are certainly going to be leaving, um, I think it's it's important to replace them and we need to kind of build on it. I think we'll see quite a quite a, quite a turnover in the summer, I've got to be honest. Especially the fact that we go to uh, the Europa League final, I think a lot of people will be interested in our players. Yeah, agreed. And you know, if if we were to look at the squad as what you you know the 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 kind of team that played the Europa League, I would certainly see it as a as an end of the road for players like obviously Barisic, Goldson, uh, potentially you know uh, Bassi, depending on what offers come in. Uh, Ryan King, without a doubt, Joe Aribo, likely. Um, I think you know, I think even Kamara. I think Kamara will leave. This Kamara summer. as well, and maybe even Stephen Davis, um, depending on what happens with his with his contract situation. So I think you know, in terms of in terms of turnover, um, I, I, I would hope we look more um, at the forward line to to kind of build out because we've got way more than enough in midfield. I would suggest, um, and obviously you know a couple of kind of backup uh, central defenders as well. Because I mean, personally. And, I, and Wasp, I know this is this is controversial, but I don't think I, I don't think we should be extending Holanda. I'm sorry, I just don't think um, he's, he's, said that, mate. he's he's playing enough games. But I mean, what's your thoughts, Alex? You know, do you reckon we should we should extend Holanda? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. Damn you! You're never coming back on again. It's got no, it's got, it's got, it's got nothing to do with his ability. It's got absolutely nothing to do with his ability. Oh, he's see, see when he's, see when he's fit and he's on form for me. I mean, he was, he was colossal and I was winning fifty five last season. Um, but he's just, he just can't stay fit. He's met. I mean, I, I've not actually looked. I've not looked into it like game for game. But see if you see if you were. I mean, he's been here. He's been here three full seasons now, and I would say he's missed at least a third. Of the games through injury, that's a lot. Yeah. Aye, I mean? but like, that's, that's... See, see, be fair, Jim. They have been like kind of weird injuries. Eh? Even uh, pretty sure Gerard said um, the, the doctor at Rangers has no seen that injury like in like 30, 40 years or something. I remember reading that because I'm Hollander's biggest fan, obviously. <laughs> and um, but I, I, I just think like I'm glad you just brought this up. Eh? I love Hollander. Eh? I think he is by far our best defender, apart from Bassi. Now Bassi's just like kind of sweeping up. But our back line, if if Golson is a hundred percent away, which we all think he is, then you've got Hollander. Katic has just came back for a serious injury. You've got John Souter, who has had a lot of big injury concerns. So, you know, like, is it is it a concern that area, and that's the area we need to strengthen? Where the last couple of seasons we've strengthened the defence, the attack, and we've missed out in the midfield. Now the midfield's kind of, you know, Stephen Davis is possibly away, um, and then obviously you've got bids coming in for. A, Kamara, Aribo, possibly. So it's uh, it's quite exciting, but it's quite no at the same time because for me, you know, my friends are like, it's good. There's got to be a freshen up at the summer, and like it could be, it could go really well. But at the same time, there's a lot of kind of injury concerns. And Roof is another classic example as well. When you can say the same for Holander, he's colossus. Same with Roof, he, he gives you so much, but 
when he's injured, it's you know it's outweighing it. And I think you tweeted that earlier. Do you, you would take like two million for him, and it's it's a hard one. It's it's a big project in the summer for Gio for sure. I think so, definitely. He needs back. I think as well. I think as well, Jibin Wasp. I think um, what's what's obviously super exciting that we didn't really touch on there is is the is the youth talent that's coming through. Um, you're talking about midfield. You've, you know, you've got Lowry. Um, you're talking about defence. You've got King. So you know, we've got we've got players coming through that you know absolutely could <laughs> could fill those roles and almost you know you could you could have one through all the all the domestic games, have you know a couple through all the cup games. You know that's that's kind of where they're at on that kind of first team journey. I think you know they're kind of cemented in those roles if that's what Gio wants to do. Um, so I don't think we should we should worry too much about what's available in the market because you know potentially we've oh, for sure we've got. You know we've got decent cover uh, coming through I the think, ranks. I think we'll see. I think we'll see King quite a bit next season. Agreed. I think he's. I think he's ready to kind of just not ready necessarily to slot and be a, a first team starter or that. But I certainly think he'll he'll be on the bench. He'll be a good squad player. I think he'll he'll pretty much be the next Nathan Patterson. That if if there's a position needing filled, I think they'll quite happily slot him so, in. So who would be your four centre halves for next season then? To everyone. I I, I think I think we need to buy. I really do. I think it needs strengthening because um, I don't know whether Holander will be here. Goldson won't be here. Uh, Katic, in my opinion, won't be here. And do you class Bassey as a centre back, or is Bassey now our first? Or is he our first choice left back? So it all depends. Because if Bassey's if Bassey's now a centre back, we need two left backs because I believe Barisic will be away as well. Um, so you need a you need a left back. You need a backup. So yeah. for me, um, I think John Suter will be a starter. I, I will need to buy somebody. Jack Simpson as well. Simpson will be away. Well, yeah, I forgot you know, about Jack Simpson. You know, so he'll he'll be away as well. Um, I, I, I definitely, definitely need strengthened. Um, if we go and sign two left backs, I think that will be kind of telling that GOC's passes are centre backs. But if I say, I mean, it's obviously good having him there that he, he can chop and change. He can play both positions, but. Um, but we'll definitely need to sign one. We need a left back and a centre back, definitely. Well, what I ask, okay. do you do you think you need a new striker? Because I feel like obviously Roof and Morelos were both injured this season, then you had to rely on is it Fashion Sakala? Mm-hmm. Do you not think you should recruit any new strikers? Yeah, uh, yes, I do. I think yeah. uh, I'm hoping for me personally, Cedric and Nobelwe. Um, see, see when you see when you actually go through some of the players, like you're talking, I think. We could easily lose a dozen players this summer, easily. Yeah, 100%. Um, it's actually it's actually quite quite mad when you start rhyming them off one by one. Like, oh, he'll be away, he'll be away. Obviously, there's ones you're unsure about, like maybe Kent and Aribo and that. You don't know if they'll sign deals, you don't know if they'll get sold. But but Cedric Hitton will definitely be away. And for that, I think every I think every team needs three strikers personally. Yeah, hundred percent. You laugh. Um, I think Jody's comment. Look at Jody's comment. Sorry, man. I, know. I, I agree. I, Big project. Had to change the nappy. She is is back. Uh, Watch your hands. Even to Lucy as well Watch in the chat. Um, and I, and I just had that had that wee comment up from Aldo there, who was obviously acknowledging you, Alex, and saying, uh, yes, that he's yeah. um, loved, loved watching you fall in love with the club, uh, which is which is lovely. But I know I, th- I, I I I think you're right in terms of in terms of where we have to strengthen. Um, and I think you know I was I was thinking when you were talking about the defence there, you almost need like three left-sided centre-backs and one, you know, right, um, right-sided right centre-back to cover Suter. But, you know, at the same time, we've got Sands who can play across the back four as well. But at the same time, you know, so much money has to be spent and hopefully, um, you know, obviously what we've, what we've earned along the Europa League and what we get in for players um, will give us a, a good enough budget to kind of make that refresh. And, you know, Gio's got a full pre-season as well um, to kind of to kind of get that squad to click. Um, whilst we whilst we, we arguably can still maintain a, a relatively strong backbone, which is which is super important. Um, would uh, would you have McLaughlin as first, uh, first choice keeper after what you've seen so far? Yep. For me, yeah, uh, 100%. It just it changes the dynamic how we play, you know. Um, I think Hart's got a corner in eight, eight minutes or something, and I was like, "Oh no!" Are you no. shitting yourself, John? I went, I was, I mate. I was sitting like that, no saying, like no talking, and you know their fans are in uproar. They were, they were. It, it was uh, like it was almost like they had a penalty or something on it. Like uh, they were, they were, they felt something was could have happened then. I felt sick, GB. <laughs> I felt sick, eh? And then McLaughlin's just like, no, nah, no, they do. No, they do. 
Aye, it was good. Um, somebody that some, somebody that commands the box and is also a good shot, yeah, shot stopper, and and can distribute well as well. You know, because uh, we need we need somebody that can kick a ball out and find a Rangers player. That's quite refreshing. Um, did you see? Yes. Did you see that picture on Twitter? And it was um, it was like all the goalkeepers and uh, the goalkeeping coach. Um, at... <laughs> and, uh, blue. Hello. It was, Hello. It was Hello, just... everyone. Everyone, meet my wee boy. This is Blue. Hello, Blue. blue. Love you. Named after, this, named after the sky, of course. Yeah. <laughs> See what you did there. It's the blue, blue, blue sea of Ibrox. Yeah. Aye. What were you saying, mate? What were you saying? Aye. There was a there was a photo on Twitter, and it was like all our goalkeepers, and. Um, it was like the goalkeeper coach, and then there was like it just it got ruined because we we had like one of the Rangers cheerleaders in the photo. I'm just like, right, Andy Firth, let the goalies get a picture together, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you you take the photo and like, you know what I mean? Like, it just kind of like I love. He's another one. Like, He'll be away in this. Hi, I, I just I just love Firth eh, because he's just living it up playing like Call of Duty now that we Ryan Jack and everybody <laughs> loves him. But he's just, he's just like, you know, he's like, I, I don't know what he actually does at Rangers, eh? It's when well, everybody he's just a fan. Aye, he's just a like, fan in the dressing room. I'll do that, Joe. You should get in touch, you should get in touch with Alex and just start, like, going for the dressing room. Like, <laughs> so that he actually does say that. Aye. That's basically what he's become. He's become, like, Rangers official Twitch player or whatever, do you know what I mean? He was a Liverpool fan, but, you know, he, he they, they basically handed him a pair of gloves and he's like, aye, nice one, I'll have a shot. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> and that's it. That's how I, just, it's I just don't understand, you know, when we had uh we were depleted and McCrory came in, I was like, all right, that um that Furfle maybe be in the goals and he wasn't even on the bench, eh? And I was just like, what is he doing at Rangers? Eh? Maybe he's in charge of Rangers Twitter, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> it is me. Perfect. He'd, he'd get fired in the first week, mate. I've, I've seen some of the stuff that he posts on Twitch. It's like, oh, do, you know what, do you know what's odd as well? Like, because uh, fans have spoke as well in terms of would you bring obviously you asked there about John McLaughlin if if we would be happy him being our number one goalkeeper. Um, but fans have kind of spoke about whether we need to bring in a keeper to replace McGregor. Would you just be happy having Robbie McCrory as your number two throughout the season? Yes, yeah, uh, so yep. would I. I, I would as well. And, and I've not seen I've not seen a lot of him, but um. What I have seen him, especially he stepped up in the old foreign game, didn't he? That was a that was a big big game, yeah. um, and for cert- certain situations in that game, not even just a Casey shot stopping, but his decision making that day when he came out, when Noti came out, I thought was really really good for somebody so young. So yeah. I think I think it would be good for him to to kind of get the fringe games, maybe some cup games in that as well. I agree, and you know, it's a it's a high pressure, you know cauldron fixture that he was dropped into and he handled it like a pro so you know for me that's that's a, that's a marker of the future and uh, more than happy to keep him as a as a more than worthy number two and you know play him in play him in the cup games for sure um i would be happy with that so before we move on to the next bit which will be short because uh, we've got new games coming up i'm just going to have a quick word with our sponsors please subscribe to the rangers af podcast i'm feeling it I'm feeling a change. I'm feeling it in the air. Never gets old. That I love it. Absolutely love it. Oh, he's gone. Let's oh, go. Oh, no. That's it. He's had enough. He's like, what's this? I, I, yeah. I'm out here. They've got Wayne's on the podcast. I'm out. Uh, I'm away. Watch Sunderland. <laughs> Bless him. But no, it's, it's it's nice to get uh, different different perspectives on the podcast. No, um, and it's and it's shite timing because I was I was about to ask him about his experience in Seville, but um, ask me. Being, I was there. No, no, I know it, but um, oh, obviously uh, the club have come out today it. with a with a with a statement. Um, obviously, taking complaints to UEFA um, off the back of what happened in Seville regards obviously the lack of hydration, the lack of duty of care. You know, from a from a um, health and safety perspective, um, what is that? Ice cream van loyal. Is it you? Was that me? No. Oh, it is me now. My Wendy's not even open. Yeah, two minutes, snacks. We're going to go and get a mixture. 
<laughs> can I get a, get a, a flake with mine? As a cone chief. Yeah, there you go. I'm just listening. What is that ice cream man? Snaggy's trying to be serious, eh? Like, I know, serious professional. When the ice cream. Sorry, the ice is here. No, honestly, um, I never, these are decent, by the way. So I never even heard that. <laughs> well, don't you worry, because everyone else did. Um, <laughs> so I, oh, yeah, he oh, he's back. Sorry, I'm back. That's all right. <laughs> Thought you had done off. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I had to go speak to my mum. Um, but yeah. Hi, mum. She's Glad. she's not she's got she's out now. No, no, she's yeah. Have a nice time, mum. Um, so, <laughs> Alex, mate, I was I was I was just about to come to you because I was just talking about there. Basically, Rangers have come out with a statement today, mm. uh, basically saying that uh, they want to hear from 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 fans about their experience in uh, in Seville, obviously, with regards to uh, the lack of uh, facilities, but the lack of water, basic yeah, you know, yeah. hygiene, hydration, and removal of medical supplies, and all that shocking kind of stuff that comes with it. Um, and they want to. They want fans to basically contact the club and, and give their experiences. And they're also working through a group called Football Supporters Europe, who are an independent mm. body um, of, uh, you know, um, prominent fans who have kind of set up a, an organisation to, to kind of make UEFA accountable for fan experiences. Um, so with that being said, mate, what was, what was your own personal experience of Seville and um, those those kinds of things? Did any of that happen to you? No, my experience is really good, actually. Um, I was only there for 48 hours. I, my flight was last Tuesday evening. I flew mm. to um, I flew, I flew from Gatwick in London to Malaga. And then we obviously, uh, we hired a car and we drove from Malaga to Seville on the Wednesday morning. Um, obviously, you boys know I weren't at the game. I couldn't get a ticket. And I put a tweet out. You might have seen the tweet, but I, I said in the tweet that I wanted Rangers fans to take the opportunity to go. Um, so I didn't take a ticket. I did get offered tickets and people were selling tickets for a stupid amount of money. Um, so no, I went to the uh, stadium with the big screens and it was still an unbelievable experience just the whole day, going to bars, going to different pubs, meeting different Rangers fans. It was unbelievable. Um, but no, I, I had I knew a lot of people that went to the game and they said that they, um, they were, I think they said they weren't serving food or they'd run out of food. They'd run out of water and um, the staff in the stadium were giving out cups for them to go to the toilets and fill up their cups with toilet water, which is that's so poor. That's, um, that's I can't actually believe they'd do that. Um, yeah. My mate as well, we uh, said the security wasn't very good. Apparently, he had to throw out £30 worth of portable chargers. Um, it's, I think it's disgusting, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, agreed. Yeah. It's it's a you know it's 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 re, it's a removal of basic human rights is what it is. Um, and and I was I was chatting to to, to Scott from uh, the Battlefield podcast today, and I was saying to him, um, it's one of these things where uh, you know it's 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 very um, lucky that you know somebody didn't die as a result of it. Do you know what I mean? That the, the, there was something more serious where you know somebody or a number of people lost their lives through it because you know it would it would probably. Oh, it, it, it just doesn't well, doesn't bear thinking about. Well, I, well, I tell you what. When we were when after the game had finished, um, I, I obviously I obviously went to the uh, stadium with the big screens, and uh, there was obviously loads of crowds of fans walking back. Um, and I think there was a point where we sort of crossed pathways with the fans. What they're in this that was in, what, oh, I can't even talk. We crossed for, uh, we crossed paths with the fans that were in the stadium, um, and there were a few fans who were like really hot. Look, looked really like they were dehydrated. So, yeah, that explains it, doesn't it? Really? Yeah, it's frightening, really. Um, and obviously, was uh, you? You obviously touched on it uh, briefly on uh, the last podcast, but you were kind of in the thick of it um, yeah. as well, mate. I a hundred percent. It was um, Alex. I'll tell you, it was a, a roast. It was a roasting day. And, oh my uh, gosh! E e even at night, Alex, yeah, it was it was still. Still hot when mm. the sun went it's, down. What 30, but, 35 degrees, wasn't it? Yeah, it was it was my it was word. Too much for my Scottish skin, that's for sure. But mm. um you know what really kind of woke me up was you know we're like, right, okay, there's no water, they'll get water. But like me being a dad, you know, there's there's we we boys there, we girls and that they're supporting the team and they're like, you know, their parents are kind of helpless that they can't get them like a single bottle of water um which you should be able to do that at any football game and this this is this is no like a, a, a like a low league 
um, stadium. This is a La Liga stadium, you know? Sorry, I just wanted to put in. Uh, oh, no, is, the thing is, as well, people are spending thousands of pounds on going to this game, and then they're, they're getting treated like that at a game. It's, I, I, I can't. I don't know what to say about that. It's uh, bonkers. It's absolutely you, bonkers. You, but you, you know, you, yeah, you, you'd pay that money thinking facilities will be nice. They'll have lots of different food, but it, obviously, it wasn't like that. No. No, and unfortunately, Alex, and you know, I said this on the on the on the last podcast. I've said it to Wasp as well. It's it's um, it's very much you know, fans fans are a are a add on, almost a hindrance to to football these days because the major money mm. is for sponsors. Do you know what I mean? As long yeah. as the sponsors are looked after and their families and the players and their families are looked after, nobody else matters. You know, these these annoying wee shouty things that are in the crowd and that they can they can look after themselves. And that's certainly what it felt like. And you know, I, I suppose what's What's really good about about this current uh, kind of move to, to to hold UEFA accountable is Frankfurt fans, you know, um, uh, reporting similar uh, similar things, which is only going to add you know add weight to it. So hopefully something will come to it um, rather than a, a empty apology and or a, a denial that it ever happened. Um, according what do you think? To, you know, what, do you think what do you think the outcome will be? Personally, um, if I'm being brutally honest, nothing. I don't mm. think anything will happen. Um, no, nothing, I just nothing will happen. And the, and the reason I say that is not because UEFA are dodgy, um, but you know we're we're coming what? into we're, we're we're coming into transfer season, we're coming into World Cup, um, and and events like that are just going to cover over the top of it, and it'll be forgotten. Yeah. About it. It'll be floating. Yeah. It'll be floating down the river as a as a thing that maybe or didn't happen. Do you know what I mean? And that's and that's the unfortunate um, you know consequence of um, of of having a lot of money and also really good legal teams. You know what I mean? I had a couple. Of, I had a couple of stories sad. that Leon Balogun was actually throwing bottles of water to people behind the dugout, uh, and the Rangers team doctor actually had to yep. go and work on somebody that had fainted. Aye, that's so, right, Jim. That's a hundred percent true, mate. Um, John McLaughlin was the same. He was uh, he was launching them into the crowd, eh? and that, you crazy. know that's that's bad. I but, seen a video like, and it was all the kiosks, and one was open, and there was people all in it speaking, and then it went, and every other one beyond it was just closed. And that statement's been released saying that um, members of staff showed up with water and they were assaulted by fans. They weren't were trying to get. The, do you they know what I mean? It rubbish. was absolutely rubbish. That is, it's just but, it's complete deflection. But, but like uh, Snag said about your sponsors and that, eh, there was a fridge full of non-alcoholic Heinekens, and Heinekens are one of the big sponsors. And it's like you know, like a bottle of water. That's it's ridiculous, mate. And see the Frankfurt fans as well. I don't know if you saw it on the BT Sports or the TVs or that. They actually, I think it was the start of the second half, they actually had like a, a pyro display and it had a banner saying F-U-F-A and like everybody around the stadium, probably know the guys in the posh sheets, but everybody was clapping it and cheering them on because eh, like, they were, they, we were no hearing it. Like eh, it was, I don't know if that came across from the TV, but like Alex said, you know, and you touched on it, Snags, no, nothing will happen. They'll they'll do nothing of this. It'll get swept under the carpet. They've done nothing for the Kamara thing uh, when he got racially abused. They're doing nothing for this uh, World Cup um, human rights thing. Even though players kind of gel together, all the top superstars, and that's just another thing. So World Cup here. Let's get our sponsors in. Let's print money, and that will be it. Uh, fans are a burden. Yeah. Hundred percent, and it's uh, and it's a real shame. But you know, we can only hope. We can only hope that um, you know we are we are the beacon for change. Um, and let's see, let's wait with uh, bated breath and uh, see what see what happens. But anyway, uh, moving on to to shout outs. Uh, anybody got any shout outs they would like to give? Jeep, have you got any shout outs, mate? Hey, I'll give a shout out to my mate Craig, who's been commenting in the chat. Uh, thanks for uh, tuning in as usual, mate, and hope you're good. Nice one. And uh, Wasp, I think you've got some shout-outs in the chat. Uh, have a All right. Oh, Emily and Sophie, love yous. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Shout-out to my missus, who's making my dinner. It smells amazing. See you soon, Hen. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and uh, Alex, mate, have you got any shout-outs? And obviously, please uh, let, let people know how they can find you as well. Yeah, I would. Um, Shout-out to my dad. My dad... Um, I brought him to Ibrox when we played Leipzig and he loved it. So I'll, sh I'll give my dad a shout out. Um, and yeah, if you want to watch, 
He said when we played Light, Light, Lightsig. Oh, no, he's converted. Oh, gosh. He's oh, converted. No. Oh, one of us, one of us, one. <laughs> Get um, that EPL away. <laughs> um, no, my dad loved it, to be fair. Um, and yeah, I've, I'm meant to be uploading a video tonight. So if anyone wants to watch it, it is on my channel, Alex Griffin. There you go. Nice one. Thanks, dude. And I'd just like to give a shout out to Jeeb's mum, who's got Wordle in three twice over the past couple of days. Uh, Marlon, you're an absolute legend. Yes. I, love, I love your comments. <laughs> I love your comments in the chat, uh, even if they can be uh, slightly uncomfortable at times. Oh, uh, anyway, uh, moving on. Moving on for that, then I think uh, we'll draw the podcast to a close. So uh, thanks to everybody that's got involved, uh, everybody for listening and watching and obviously for getting involved in the chat. We've much appreciated your feedback and keep it coming. Please make sure you like and subscribe to the video. And, thanks for having me on, uh, boys. And before you end it, I've got to Go ask, on. what's your favourite chant, boys? <laughs> favourite chant? Oh, interesting. Hey, this is this is your thing, Alex. You ask other boys this on your videos, don't you? <laughs> Sorry, Who's going to go first? It. Well, not like to sing my favourite chant anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go um, uh, every Saturday we follow. That's mine. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I like. Um, I had to change it because, like, I was teaching Marley, but it's he dives to the left, he dives to the right. <laughs> Alan McGregor walks ten puppies a night, and she loved it. Eh? <laughs> oh my god, he he walks ten puppies a night. But I think the now, see, my favourite now is just that do, 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 do. That's do, best. That's <laughs> Let's right. go, Let's go, Rangers. Da, 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 da. The, the, the wee Brazilian guy I was working with, eh, that was just the chant, and he, he was loving it. Eh. So, aye, shout out to Charlie, eh, and that's his team. That's Good his lad. team. Flamengo, eh, and they, they look like Rangers. Eh, so, <laughs> aye, that, that's coming to you next time I work with you, Charlie, boy. Yes! I'm not going to lie, I thought that was QPR. <laughs> oh, no, no, mate. It's all top tier here, like, none of this EPL nonsense. <laughs> but anyway, I was, I was just going to say that just before we close up, that um, all the, the Doug Foster homes in Glasgow will be uh, looking up Alan McGregor now, given that he's, you know, walking <laughs> 10 puffies at night. That's why he's got his days retirement, eh? With the gloves on. Right. And good luck to him. But anyway, on that note, uh, I've been Snags. He's been Jeep. That boy doing there has been Alex Griffin. He's been Wasp and we've been the Rangers AF podcast. We'll see you next time. Cheerio.